0: Is there something in your life that you've been wanting for for a really long time, but it just seems so impossible to attain that you've actually considered giving up, or maybe you've already actually given up? What if I told you today, you have to believe it before you can receive it? You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hello there. Welcome to The Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp. I am your host and I'm so glad that you have joined me. I am going to be talking about something that you know I have really been wrestling with for some time. And usually when I record these podcast episodes, they are something that I have gone through in the recent past, but am kind of at the conclusion of. However, today, I'm actually going to be talking to you about something that is ongoing in my life. Now, I don't always recommend that because generally speaking, when we have things that are ongoing in our lives, it means that They're not really completely healed all the way and maybe that there's still some open wounding, but I really wanted to share where I'm at in my own personal life when it comes to faith and belief and how that impacts my life when it comes to money and when it comes to relationships and when it comes to really receiving all of those things into my life. Now, when I started the episode today, I I asked you a question if there is something in your life that you've been wanting for a really long time, but it just seems really impossible to have. And maybe you thought of something right away, or maybe you're not really sure, but you just feel like, yeah, it resonate with that question or that statement. Well, I wanna float this idea. Maybe you've given up because you figured you couldn't like A, afford it, or maybe you just thought it was so completely out of reach, that there was no way that you could attain that for whatever particular reason that is, or it may even go a little bit deeper and you feel like you actually don't deserve to have it. Yeah, that's a hard one, eh? So I call this week's episode, you have to believe it before you can receive it because that is something that I am actively putting into practice in my own life. So not only am I doing that in my personal life, but I'm also doing it in my business and I feel like I have taken this giant leap in my life in the past few months, a giant leap in my business, but I also feel like with that leap comes a new level of understanding, coming into a new sense of an awareness of where I'm at and how can I believe for more, you know, because sometimes it's easy to believe for things that, you know, could come true at any given moment because, you know, it's easy, right? but it's harder sometimes to believe for things that seem very far out of reach. So let me float this idea for you. Active faith plus your posture to receive equals true abundance. Okay. Let's just hang on to that for a second. But I want to talk to you about my past a little bit and some of the things that I went through. Maybe you can resonate with some of this. So I grew up in the church. Most of you know that, and I was in an evangelical church, and I had a very specific context for faith at that point in my life. And now whether or not the theology was correct or not, that's, you know, still under debate. But For me, faith was talked about a lot in the church and in conversations that I had, and I'm still trying to wrestle those things out and trying to see what that looks like for me, but I could never really grasp the concept of faith when I was in the church and when I was in ministry and when I was living my life, um, you know, just really in, in that kind of theology. And I know for a lot of people in the church, they have amazing faith and maybe for me it was skewed for some reason and and that could be because of my upbringing couldn't have been because of you know teachings that I had or circumstances that I went through but for me having faith was something akin to waiting for something miraculous to happen hoping and wishing that it was going to happen but also being super skeptical that it was actually going to happen okay so that's what it meant for me that is not what it means for everyone but that is what it meant for me. So it's kind of like you know when you cross your fingers and you're hoping for the be- the best. That's kind of what that feels like for me. Now I only really understood faith in the context of healing because people talked about that in the miraculous all the time or believing God was going to come through on a certain area of my life and I remember thinking that For years, when I lived in the US and I wanted to stay there and I wanted my uh, work visa to always come through, I had this like, okay, I just really hope this works and I have to trust God and I have to have faith. But I always really felt nervous about it and I always had this like underlying fear that things were going to go wrong. And crazy enough, they did. They actually did go wrong. So, if I'm completely honest with you, I often felt gypped. Like I felt like I got the raw end of the deal and I would have this faith, I would exercise this faith for something. And then I would also have a lot of anxiety about whether or not it was actually going to happen. And that anxiety would turn into fear and I would become so fearful that God would not come through for me that I actually was sabotaging the whole entire process. I was keeping myself closed off from a miracle. And hear me when I say this, because you might be, you know, in the context of uh, a faith, a religious belief, maybe you don't. I am not blaming God. Okay. (laughs) This was on me. This is something that I Believed to be true and was my limited perspective of what was possible for my life. And I had attached this narrative around faith to the possibility of miraculous things happening in my life. One of my friends talks about, you know, um, the universe is delighted to give you things. She says that all the time. And it's so interesting to me because, you know, I'm like, oh, that sounds really nice and wonderful. You know, like in the Christian context, they would talk about in, you know, God wants to give you good things, the desires of your heart. And really, like, you know, I look at it in the same way, but the way I approach it now is so vastly different. So I want to ask you a question what does your relationship with faith look like right now? Now, out of the context of the church, out of the context of religion or, or theology, because you may not have religion or theology, maybe you don't even have a faith belief. But I want to know, what does your relationship with belief, faith, or even manifestation look like today? Do you often feel like you're disappointed when things don't turn out as you hoped or do you feel like you get angry and disillusioned when you know you're not seeing the return of what you desired maybe it's like the income you want the clients you want um you know the the relationships manifesting within your life and it could be so far as even really feeling like you're completely abandoned or forgotten. Like God has forgotten you. The universe has left me out. Like, you know, source does not know exist. So a few years back, I was in church and uh, a friend of mine came up right at the very beginning of the service. Now, we were sitting in the front row at the time. So she leaned over to me really quietly. Well, music was blaring, so it wasn't so quiet. But anyway, she whispered in my ear, that her and her husband wanted to gift me a grand piano. And I've still, I've told this story before on the podcast. But it has like completely new meaning for me today. Okay. So I remember when she did that because I was completely shocked. I was like, what? Like never in my Wallace imagination would I, I ever think someone was going to give me a grand piano. And... I didn't even actually have a, a home that was my own. I was living with my brother at the time. It was a small condo. It was in the middle of downtown Toronto. And I was like, the first thought that came into my mind was like, well, oh, I can't accept that because I don't even have a place to put it. So here's someone giving me the most amazing gift. And the only thing that's going through my head is like, uh... I can't take that. I can't accept that. And finding every reason in the book why it was impossible for me to have that piano. Now, since we were in church, there was not much of a conversation going on between her and I, but I immediately just kind of like went inward and, you know, as uh, the music was playing, I just started to like think and my mind was racing and tears started streaming down my face like right away. I felt like God said to me in that moment, Andrea, I try and give you things all of the time, but you never receive them. And in that moment, I knew that was so true for my life because even if there was something really good for me to have, I was not in the posture to accept it or to receive it or to believe that I deserved it. My posture of receptivity was completely blocked. So energetically, I couldn't even receive what people were giving me, whether it was a gift, whether it was monetarily, whether it was relationally, there were so many ways in which I was blocked when it comes to receiving. So at the core, when I really started to dig deep, I felt like I didn't deserve good things. I was not worthy. I didn't have a true sense of worthiness because I believed that I had to earn it or that I had to do something to achieve it. And my my upbringing and my narrative around, you know, really receiving something always came from earning and always came from, you know, you do something and you get something good back. It wasn't just because You get something good because you're amazing, right? And I just really had a worthiness complex. So not only did all of this corrode my faith and belief, but also my ability to receive good things into my life. So what ended up happening was after church that day, I shared with her that story. And I told her, you know, I'm going to find a way to make this happen. And I am going to take the piano. And so I made a few phone calls and I ended up finding a friend who had just moved into a brand new home. She had this huge living room that was like really empty. It was a perfect place for a grand piano to sit in front of this beautiful window. And when my friends left Toronto and moved to Manhattan, we moved the piano into my other friend's house. And that is where it has sat for the past four years. So Just the other day, we were wrapping up my mastermind that I've been in for the past six months, Fast Foundations Mastermind. And I started to think about, you know, how far I've come over the past six months, but, you know, still some of the work that is ongoing in my life. And the vision of the piano came up for me again because I think I'm in this place of really being ready to receive, except for. I've never really been on that end of receptivity. And so I started thinking about the piano again. And I had this huge revelation that although I had been given the gift, it has not yet come into my possession. So yes, I said yes to the gift. I own the gift, but I don't have the gift. Like, it's not in my possession And it's there, fully available to me. I own it, but I don't possess it. And how many things in our lives are there, fully available to us, that we could have immediately, but we don't have possession of those things because we are not exercising faith to believe that we can receive that particular thing. That opportunity, that relationship, that income goal, you fill in the blank. Now, my mind was completely blown because I saw so clearly that there are so many things that I could take possession of in my life if I were to position myself receive those things. So that got me thinking about what is the posture of receptivity? What does that look like? So there are two things that came to my mind that I want to share with you today that I think are very practical that you can take and implement into your life and into your business, into whatever you're doing right now. Here's the first thing. You need to be in energetic alignment for it to come to you. Okay, in other words, what does that mean? You need to have belief that it is yours. Simple, right? (laughs) In order to have that energetic alignment, it's like you cannot receive anything that you are not energetically aligned with because. It's, it's not possible for it to come into your life and stay. So for you to receive, you know, a higher income, a new opportunity, a new client, a new relationship, even a gift like a grand piano, you have to be in energetic alignment. So for me, it was something that I desired. So it came to me, but it did not come all the way through. It only came as far as I would allow it to come. So here's the second thing. We have to make room for more. So when you look at what you have right now in your life, the space in your life that you're holding for your work, for your life, for your, your family, for your relationships, for all of those things in life, where is there room to receive that thing you want? Is there enough room? even receive it. Have you created space in your life for that to come, to manifest, to be there? So when I think about that, I'm like, well, of course, like, you know, what would I do? Like, how would I, you know, now I'm living up north with my parents. And so of course, you know, I'm not going to receive it now. Like, where am I going to put it now? You know, but that's, you know, a mindset shift that I have to make, around the possibility of receiving what is already mine okay and the reason why I say this is because it's not a fait accompli it hasn't happened yet I don't have it right and that's why I wanted to talk to you about this today because so often it's like okay well Andrea like show me like you know this amazing thing that's happened but I'm in the middle I'm in the messy middle of this and I want to be able to share this with you as I move along and I don't know how long it's going to take. I have zero clue. I have no idea how it's going to happen, but I know that there's two things that I have to do or I have to be in that that is number one, be in energetic alignment to have that piano and number two, I have to make room for it. Okay, so I say those things to you today because I want to leave you with that. What do you need to become an energetic alignment for and how can you make space for that in your own life? In order to believe that you can receive it, you have to take action and it's something that you have to do. You don't just sit on the sidelines and wish and hope and pray that it's going to happen. You know, really when you think about prayer, it is that, you know, direct connection with God. And saying in faith, I believe that you are all powerful enough to do this. So, friend, if you're full of doubt, I want to encourage you today to take a step back. See why you think that it's not possible for you to receive what it is that you truly want in your life. And to really clear that energetic block to shift that mindset so that you can start holding space for what it is that is yours already for you to possess, for you to own, for you to have within your life in order for you to believe it to be true and receive it in your life. Then you're going to have to make room for it. All right. Well, I've loved hanging out with you today. And um, if we've not already connected, let's connect. Um, you can find me on Instagram at, at Andrea crisp coach and In order to find me on everywhere else, all of my links will be in the show notes. So until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Gas, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.